Hello, hello, hello. My name is Michael Smith, and welcome to the Liberation Guru podcast. In this episode, I'm going to share a recording from one of my most recent meetups for realizeus.org, where me and a couple other people gathered together to talk about purpose. What is purpose? What's the life purpose that we all have? And how to discover our life purpose, and how to live our life purpose. So, hope you enjoy this podcast. Let's get to it. But today, we're going to talk about purpose. Purpose. <laughs> how to find your life purpose, and what that really means. And uh, But before we get into that, let's go let's see if you have any ideas about what you think purpose is <laughs> beforehand. Do you have any ideas? Yeah. Would you care to Outside in the boxes, but yeah. just like not 
thinking and trying and versus doing it. Mm. You're like, well, this is coming naturally. This is, I'm not trying right. yeah. and I'm not having to, you know, walking to work instead of driving mm. right. and not kill the environment. So <laughs> that's, flowing with everybody and mm. having it come naturally instead of like, why am I making anything so hard? Mm. Like putting such like mm-hmm. levels of expectation on myself where everything comes pretty naturally. Mm. Just Especially since you've been doing it for a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, now it's just like, okay, just just go with it and don't overthink it and just be me and be developed. My question is Say once upon a time you had a dream or a goal to have a lawn mm-hmm. and have art in the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Having achieved mm-hmm. to one some relative expression of that dream, you're still wondering about purpose too, though. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, getting your dream or your right. vision didn't help that. No, it's like I, I accomplished it and I have it, and then it's like, okay, now what? Now it's like, the original goal was to have art on the wall and have First Fridays and help local yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, helping with donations for charities and doing this and having a different charity every single month and clients helping with that and wanting to help with that. I mean, just adding sustainable salon. It's like yeah. I asked the clients, it's just a dollar. It's just it's just a dollar. It's helping the environment, mm-hmm. it's helping, but we have to get the bags and this and yeah. the boxes. And the amount of like angst I got from the clients for that. Wow. Well, an extra dollar for mimosas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but not to save our planet. What was well, it you were asked I mean, because of your product or what was it that you were asking about? Well basically in this that it's the sign right there, the certified salon. It just suggested it's here. So yeah. I know I'm pointing. It's like that oh. thing. <laughs> so it just suggested in in the article. Ask your clients. Clients want to be involved. Ask them to donate a dollar. Oh, explain okay. to them what it's for. Okay. Okay. Just giving back and um, yeah, I didn't get a lot of positive responses from that. So it's just like it's all right. I'll leave maybe, a dollar. Maybe start up at ten dollars, and then when they yeah. give you some resistance, right. then, what about a dollar? That's um, a good a idea. A dollar seems like not that much yeah. compared to ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times people don't carry regular dollars in their pocket. They right. might have a ten dollar bill, right? Or a five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good idea. Yeah. So I guess that's that's been my thing. I'm like, okay, that's my. That's what. That's why this hasn't brought me like an immediate like. Oh my goodness, this is amazing! And because I'm not being able to give back and that, have the mm-hmm. first Friday turnouts and things like mm-hmm. that. So. That that point where like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Most likely, those words won't come out your mouth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. They'll come out someone else's mouth. Yeah. And you'll be like, well, this is just day in the right. life. Right. Yeah. That's what I get <laughs> all the time. This is what I do every day. It's like, amazing. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm still yeah. working on this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. There's a smudge over there. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So I am, every day I'm coming in and saying thank you and mm. just really just sitting in it and coming in early and just. Really enjoying it. Like, wow, this, this is wonderful. Staying after work, sitting on the 
front porch and just watching the people walk by. And mm -hmm. This is everything that I envisioned. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Being more present in that Being experience instead of getting on that loop of one more, one right. more, one right. more. Right, exactly. More will come mm -hmm. naturally you mm -hmm. know, when the time is right, but wanting more causes you to depreciate what's mm -hmm. happening right now, which Absolutely. is definitely right. not in the realm of purpose. Right. And I bring I brought up ask you that question because you listed a lot of goals, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the the key indicator um, that revealed uh, a belief about purpose that's kind of like uh, blocking you from seeing purpose is uh, what it should be, mm -hmm. what your life purpose should be, and that's not there's no shoulds. <laughs> it's uh it's not it's not even a thing like um, it's. Her being in Islam, this is just now. Mm -hmm. It's not forever. You know? Oh, no. But, no. but uh, uh, the purpose of now is to be here now. Mm -hmm. uh, so a life purpose, would you're always being here now in your personal experience, and you're taking advantage of the opportunities that are at hand. It may not be the prettiest, best circumstance that you could possibly imagine, mm -hmm. but when uh, shit happens, you can take it, you can use it to your advantage if you choose to. If you choose to, mm -hmm. if you choose to say, how can I use this, you'll come up with a, a reason to use it. But if you say, oh, this sucks, you'll never get there. You know, and the, the, what I've recently discovered is that um, you mention it a lot, but you never really, your words kind of hit around the bush, but really the purpose is being. Mm -hmm. Being yourself. Mm -hmm. Relax. At ease. You know, using attention when it's necessary, using thinking when it's necessary, but not being in those two states all the time. You know, just being, mm -hmm. you know, enjoying your personal experience. And then, as far as purpose goes, everybody's purpose is the same. Help others, 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 help others. On, 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 and on, and on, you're helping others. But, it begins first with help yourself. Mm -hmm. Help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you can't help anybody else. Right. And mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to be a caring, considerate, kind person in this, in this world and want to help other people, but then not have the answers or see your, your help fall on deaf ears. But what that really means is it wasn't the time. There's a time and a place for advice. And if you input that, time, that advice at the wrong time and at the wrong place, it's not advice, it's an annoyance. Yep. <laughs> so you're not helping by effect of trying to help you actually hinder the situation because now that person becomes more resistant to your input in future situations and becomes more resistant to advice in other situations. So you're not helping anybody by trying to help. Versus when you are just yourself, you know, just being, when I say just being yourself, not necessarily, let's say just being because you know, the, the whole idea of self is a whole different equation but just being when you are you without the ideas or the mm -hmm. perceptions or the excessive thinking or the trying there's a reservoir of knowledge there of useful stuff that you've accumulated throughout your life mm -hmm. that has value to somebody mm -hmm. and in the right situation in the right time in the right circumstances if you are there alive and present through that moment that knowledge is going to step forth, it's going to pop out your mouth, and by effect, you are going to say the right thing at the right time that's going to be like, wow, that was exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> but 
if you're always seeking or looking for that purpose, you're not going to see your purpose in the moment. You're not going to take advantage of it, and you're, you're going to be your perception is going to be clouded by thinking instead of reaching into that reservoir of knowledge and delivering it to where it's most needed. And so, in any given moment, our purpose is here now, and if you want to live your purpose, you have to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what now? Not think about living, not plan about living, not try to live or try to do this. You know, if something's difficult, there's lots of difficult things in life. Exercising is difficult, eating healthy is difficult. <laughs> not drinking when you, you know you got to get up early next morning is difficult. <laughs> but doing the difficult things, that's part of living. And that's where you gain the knowledge. You know, nobody ever learned anything from doing something super easy. You right. learn something. You learn something new by doing something that you couldn't do yesterday, but you can do today. And that's how we learn, by engaging the things that are difficult. And from that, from those difficulties, we gain knowledge and we gain increase our value. And then as you begin to experience your purpose and presence and being each and every single day, engaging with the difficult things, doing the hard stuff, what you will find is that you begin to appreciate yourself more. You begin to see the value in yourself. You, you stop looking and wondering if I have value, if I have worth. And you say, I'm valuable to myself. I mean, look at all the shit that I can do. <laughs> and, and not make it a problem for myself or for somebody else. You know, lots of people make problems and they can't solve problems. And, and they want to point out problems, but they aren't, aren't solving any problems. And, and very few are, are willing to do the hard stuff. That happens each and every boring moment of every single day. <laughs> that only really shows its worth in the long term when somebody else in a similar situation you happen to bump into them and says, "Oh, and you happen to hear about they're going what they're going through. You see what they're going through, and then something ignites in you, and you want to share." And so we love that experience. Oh wow, someone just benefited from me in some shape, way, or form, and they really mm-hmm. change and become a better person because. Uh, because of what I know or what I what I've become, but that never happens in the circumstances where someone isn't a becoming. You know, they're they're not being themselves. You know, it always it always happens when someone is being themselves. But it never happens when someone's thinking or mm-hmm. expecting or get lost in those thoughts yeah. or worried about something that's going to happen tomorrow or anxious about what they think uh, some what somebody else mm-hmm. thinks about them. You know, pretending like they're a mind reader or something. <laughs> All these different circumstances, you know, your purpose is always going to be here now, helping others help others help others. And when you don't have someone else to help, what do you do? Right. You help yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you do, you help yourself, because yeah. that's the only way you're going to stay on point. You got, in order to, to be on point and see the opportunities to help other people, help others help others, because you might be the leg up that gives them that bit of knowledge or information that helps them change some aspect of their life which they can help other people mm-hmm. the only way you're going to be there is if you are consistently there for yourself mm-hmm. you have to be present in your own life not wrapped up in thinking not trying to to, to figure things out you know sometimes shit is just difficult it's just what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> and the harder it is the greater the rewards mm-hmm. so it's just about you know biting your lips sometimes and muscling through it. 
Other times, it's about taking taking a step back and reflecting on it. The best of both worlds is if you have a me- dedicated meditation practice, <laughs> and after you go through this prerequisite of the primal perception, you reflect. You look back on the circumstances and situations of your life, and you, you look at your problems with new eyes. Because now you're because this whole practice that we did before this, this is you detaching from your problems. This is you taking a step back and just being. Just being here in the moment. Nothing's mm-hmm. happening. Alright, let's be bored mm-hmm. together. <laughs> nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Just mm-hmm. relax. Chill out. Don't worry. Some shit's gonna pop off mm-hmm. and it's gonna get you <laughs> sooner or later. But but taking that time each and every day to reflect back on the previous day, what problems did I have? And can I see this from a new perspective where that isn't a problem for me tomorrow? If you can solve each and every single of your problems every single day, or at least get something out of them that you can use to your advantage to find the solution in the preceding day, then that's a problem-free lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're removing problems instead of creating problems. And, and oftentimes, especially if you get caught up in this, this whirlpool of thinking, what ends up happening is that what you think is a problem isn't a problem. It's, <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bunch of things that came way before that that was a chain reaction, and that was the thing that was yeah. the issue, and oh, everything no, else no, is just the yeah, consequence. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so, with the uh, with purpose, so it's it's really simple. You don't gotta look for it. You, you just you just gotta be here. Mm-hmm. And it helps though if you do the primal. Uh, perception, power meditation every day, at the beginning of the day or as soon as possible, so that you can clean your misperceptions. Mm-hmm. The things that you think are, are right or wrong about yesterday may not be that way. And unless you have a clean perspective to look back at that without judgment, without criticism, then you're not going to know for sure if what you thought was true or not was true or not from yesterday. And so if yesterday was wrong, Tomorrow is definitely going to be wrong if you are not present in the moment correcting that adjustment. You know, uh, if you put trash in a toilet and say a trash is a, a misperception and you think that, that it's, it's perfectly okay to just put it there instead of flush the toilet afterwards and have a clean toilet, your toilet is going to fill up with trash each and every single day until you can't flush it very easily. <laughs> And that's going to happen each and every single time that you don't do the work. And trust me, it is work to sit there in the meditation, to take out that time each and every day, to sit there and then reflect and, and, and attempt, not, not even attempt, but to see, if you do it correctly, you will see that your perceptions were wrong. And so, you know, it, that's the humility of this experience, is that you're wrong about something. Whatever you knew yesterday, you're wrong about it. Some, some shape, way, or form, it's been twisted in some angle, and you may never get it perfectly right, but you can always get it a little bit better. And everything else, like how well you do your work, how well you interact with your family and friends, mm-hmm. how well you enjoy your life experiences, whether or not you can actually enjoy sitting on the deck, or you just sit on the deck suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all those various components, it all depends on how willing are you mm-hmm. to do the hard stuff. I recently have realized that you know if you want to, I've heard this saying before, but actually seeing the truth of it was totally different. And that is, if you want to have a have an have a hard life, do the easy stuff. If you want to have an easy life, do the hard stuff. 
if you do the hard stuff, if you do what is difficult, life will do difficult things for you. It, it'll, t- it'll take some, some load off your back. But if you do the, just the minimal to get by, just the little, the easiest stuff, life will do just enough to not kill you. <laughs> and, and that's the equation of suffering. You say, let's say, you got heaven on the right side, you got hell on the left side. What's, you know, heaven being enlightenment, perfect, peace, calm, equanimity, everything's perfect. And you can't see a flaw in anything. You just see the perfection of everything. You know, that's the enlightenment type experience. And that's what we all want, essentially, to be happily ever after. <laughs> Not have any more of these worries or concerns or doubts or fears anymore. But then on the other side of the equation, we got hell. The, that miserable, foreboding experience of thinking too much, which may turn into anxiety or fear or, or depression or uh, anger whenever it's projected outwardly or held too much inwardly. You, know, you got hell over here, you got heaven over here, and guess what's in between that? A lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only suffering between heaven and hell. And, 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 and if, you, if you're in the middle somewhere, if, if you start thinking that you're going to try to solve your problems, instead of seeing the solution, you're going to move towards more hell. You're going to suffer in the wrong direction. And as you suffer in the wrong direction, you can tell it's the wrong direction because shit gets worse. Right. <laughs> but when you suffer in the right direction, you can tell it's the right direction because shit gets better. Life, it, it, it's not that life gets easier. Hello, you're still doing the hard shit every single day. Right, right. But you get better at right. doing the hard shit. And that's where it starts getting fun. When you can see a problem or see a difficulty or see a challenge and get excited about how hard this is about to be mm-hmm. and not be afraid to face that, that's when it's fun. Mm-hmm. When you're getting your ass whooped and you keep pushing yourself, that's when it's fun. That's towards heaven because shit is not going to get easier. Life is hard. You're living. It's difficult. It is what it is. But the choice is, do you want to have more hellish experiences or you want to have better experiences as a whole without trying, without effort? And really the only thing stopping you from having that experience is what you think you know that isn't true from yesterday <laughs> and for every day beforehand that you're still holding in that's blocking that knowledge from coming out. In the, so this, this, there's probably been billions, not trillions, or a limited amount of opportunities that have come to you throughout your life so far that you have overlooked because you were concerned about something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Situations where you could have helped him or you could have helped that person, you could have, but you were wrapped up in your own shit to where you couldn't just be present. Because oftentimes, when someone is in their own shit, the only thing you got to do is just be present. <laughs> you don't even have to say anything. You don't even have to do anything. All you have to do is listen to them and hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. And that, in themselves, they can hear their own logic. You don't have to point out their logic. If you get them to talk about it enough, they can see the logic in their own reasoning. Mm-hmm. So it, it really boils down to just stop trying. Mm-hmm. You know, just be yourself. Yeah. You'll be who you're meant to be, and you'll discover that that person who are, who are you are always becoming is is not a limitation to the being that is inside you that you can experience. You don't have to live life by what you think is true or what you think is not true. You could, you could just live yeah. and, and go with the flow, do things as as they come up. But specifically, you know, using this meter to gauge whether or not you're doing the right thing or, or the wrong thing is when you do a particular thing or say a particular thing or give a particular advice, does it make the situation better or worse? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> oftentimes, you're doing the right thing, especially in the beginning, it tastes yeah. like medicine. 
It don't feel good. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It's difficult. But you can know what the right thing is over time because it will pro always produce a good thing. That's how you know when you're doing the right thing is the right thing and doing the wrong thing is the wrong thing. Did you feel worse after this experience or yeah. did you feel better after this experience? And if you use, use that simple analogy to, to, discern, to, to judge or discern what, everything that you're doing in your life, you can, you can decipher, like, did I just bitch out right there? <laughs> did, I, did, I just, did I just, like, take the easy road and, and end up suffering? You know, it's like, because it's easy. It's easy to, to, to order a pizza and, and, yeah. uh, and uh, buy some, um, you know, buy some pod and, and grab a six-pack and binge watch Netflix for three yeah. days straight. It's yeah. easy to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anybody, a baby could do that. Just hand them the stuff, <laughs> hand them the remote, they will be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to eat right if they know the drugs <laughs> or to use them wisely. But <laughs> it's, it's difficult to do those things. And that's what develops wisdom and, and greater knowledge and great more value for mm -hmm. you in your experiences. Anybody can do the easy stuff. There's no value in that. Mm -hmm. It's like, um, it, not a lot of people will wipe your ass for you, but the person who will wipe your ass, they're getting paid to wipe your ass. <laughs> not a lot of people will, uh, will, 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 do, will do the hard stuff. And that's why, like in this day and age, there's so many handicapped people that are just afraid to do the hard stuff because mm -hmm. they got all these beliefs and there's so much opportunity for the people who are willing to do the, the hard stuff to get rich off of that, mm -hmm. to make a living, to make a lifestyle, to make a fortune off of that kind of, that kind of uh, res uh, resource. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, an, an unhappy person is a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. And if you are yourself you will find yourself in the right moment, in the right time, gradually gathering more and more skills so that someday you will have the, uh, uh, an arsenal that is well equipped to tackle a very specific niche of that whole global, global uh, issue of, of delusion, delusion out there. There's a particular kind of person that you would be most aptly to help. And it's called your niche. And that if you address that person and targeted that particular kind of person, then you're gonna make a fortune. Because you can be able to have all of them and you'll get you'll be able to guarantee success. But all the time, the whole time, long before that ever happens, you gotta start enjoying what's happening now. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of what's happening now. Like like uh, like a like a little kid as greedy in a candy store, you gotta grab as much as you can from right now, in the now, in your personal experience, and use it to your advantage. And then of course, there's gonna be times where it's gonna be boring. Kind of comes and accept it. Sometimes being bored is hard. Mm -hmm. Sometimes being bored is easy. Depends on how comfortable you are with that boredom. But the more you, the more you practice being here, you know, it definitely helps. Do the primal meditation. I'm just saying. <laughs> it definitely helps if you, you, because how in my personal experience, what I do is every single day for a long time. The easy route is 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day. Well, well, my life was still hard 15 minutes a day. <laughs> so, because that was the easy route. Because I was, I was, I'd been brainwashed. I'd copped into how, with this whole spasm out there that of people, you know, wanting to get the results really quickly in just 15 minutes. Just 15, but no, 45 minutes minimum is required. You know, in my personal experience, a minimum of 45 minutes. 
going through each phase of the, the processes that I teach. And the first 15 minutes, I just spend that just completely detaching from whatever happened yesterday. To, to releasing all concerns and desires and cares and wants and dreams, just letting all that shit go so that when I do reflect on the next on the previous day, I am so present and I'm, I'm so uh, de, uh, un, un, uh, biased. I have no bias towards what I see and what I hear and the actions that I have. And most often than not, throughout the day, I can discern when, when I've fucked up. <laughs> I can be like, oh, that's going to be a moment I'm reflecting in meditation tomorrow. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, 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 yeah, I let something get out of hand. I, I took the easy route one time. And I make mental notes all throughout the day so that when I do go into the meditation, after I've done the primal reflection uh, or the primal perception, what happens is I just bring those up one by one, seeing from multiple angles until an epiphany occurs, until I have some kind of nudge or hint or something. And then I, and then I, incubate, I use my processes for the primal expression to, to incubate a new pattern of behavior. If, if, if I know that this caused suffering, then, I, then anything else will be better than doing this again. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to work, what I'm about to incubate, but I do know it doesn't work. So no more will I do this, because I see that it has brought about suffering. It's brought about more suffering than what it gave me. Versus if I do something else, there's a chance that when I do this new thing, that is a chance that it, it, I might suffer at the beginning, it might be difficult, it might be hard, doing the right thing, saying the right thing, <laughs> being nice and kind when other people are mean and selfish, it's hard, but how do I feel afterwards? How do they feel afterwards? Mm -hmm. That is the determining factor with that work. And once it works, then I'm like, okay, I got something that works. Moving on with my life, not a problem anymore, <laughs> not a situation anymore. And I do that every single day in the, in the um, meditation. I reflect on the previous day, look, look for any quirks or any problems that go unresolved, any kind of emotional disturbances, and I go, all right, let's be honest with myself. Where did I fuck up? Mm -hmm. Where am I wrong? Because mm -hmm. if I didn't know, be know better, I would have done better. <laughs> so now that I know better, I will do better. I will do something different. And that gradual progression, that is what moves you every single day closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to that heavenly type experience where eventually you don't have any of these beliefs anymore. Nothing's distorting your perceptions. None, you don't got any excuses. You don't. There's, there's no reason for the little voice in your head to speak. If you're seeing situations as they are, then you're just seeing it as they are. You don't need an interpreter for something that you can see. <laughs> and so that kind of wraps up my little spiel about uh, purpose. But it, it really begins with just being. Being and then using meditation so you can be more, but not necessarily more, but just be. <laughs> and have uh, more of the experiences that you want, but it's not going to cost you. you got to sacrifice all the easy shit and, and say, what's the hard thing? What's the thing that I've been excusing myself, saying I'm afraid to do, saying I don't want to do, saying this is difficult, saying it's hard. Oh, it's, you know, if only this person would do such and such, I would have this. Or you know, Making excuses. you got to look at those things. And it's a, it's a bitter pill to take at first. Mm -hmm. You know, the first couple of days that I was uh, wrapped up in this, you know, being committed to the 45 minutes per day, I was just, man, life is fucking hard. Life is hard. <laughs> but, I, but I was suffering through it. And you know what? Every day afterwards, 
uh, came to appreciate myself more and more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, one day, I was like, you know, I'm actually doing it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's feeling good. Like, it's work. It's mm-hmm. work. It's hard. I'm sweating and tensing and everything. But I'm actually enjoying this process as it evolves. And all, you know, when I'm in, there's no room for the excuses when I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You can't have excuses and enjoy it at the same time. So it's one or the other. <laughs> so that's you know, what questions you might have about the reality test. <laughs> no, I don't have any questions. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, that's kind of like in our household, we're constantly being saved. She'll be like, Mom, when we're out doing something fun, like we're in Florida, we're doing all this <laughs> stuff, and she's like, so when we get back on Sunday, Sky's gonna come, and then what are we gonna do for her birthday, and then blah, 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 and she's like planning and doing, uh, like planning fun things. I'm like, can we just be here now? We're on an island walking <laughs> like feel the sand and yeah. she's like oh mom and then later on like you know when we get back to my friend's house and i'm like babe make sure you get everything packed because tomorrow we go to disney and she's like mom can we just be here now like okay because that's just how we're living be present mm-hmm. be in the moment be Yes, you can plan ahead and you know do things for your future or whatever, but it's yeah. just, we have to constantly remind each other. Just be mm-hmm. here now. Just enjoy what we're doing right now. Be present. So easy to say. Easy to say. <laughs> so easy to say. But actually doing it, it's like okay, okay. Here's here's the, the thing about that, that she how you can relate to her better and if you'd be better she mm-hmm. might be better yeah. is that you're on the beach and she's planning so she's concerned mm-hmm. about something that she hasn't addressed yet right so as she's walking on the beach she's trying to do two things at once mm-hmm. walk on the beach and address this concern mm-hmm. which causes her to do both inadequately mm-hmm. which yeah. leads to it taking a lot longer to address the concern right <laughs> mm-hmm. and ignore the beach at the same time right so the solution is if she had a dedicated time mm-hmm. each and every day where she could plan ahead or reflect right. on her past experiences she would have the solutions you have and she'd have no reason to be concerned as she was proceeding throughout mm-hmm. the day right yeah yeah solution I've been trying to, is meditation yeah <laughs> i know we supposed to have meditation tonight there's a new team meditation group in our neighborhood conveniently that's not my thing mom i'm like oh it will be <laughs> stages you can still control her a little bit a little but, bit yeah, yeah yeah so now's the time to like exactly bring her here yeah meditate. i know, I know. <laughs> yeah. exactly how old is she 14. Oh, okay mm-hmm. because if she gets into the wrong kind of meditation it's going to feel like stress yeah and the work and mm-hmm. it's going to be painful right and then she's going to have the stigma towards meditation forever until right. she experiences something that does work and yeah she's like oh i've tried meditation before but
So, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just signing her up. How about you? Well, I know for me, I mean, I am very much aware that I make decisions based on successes that I've had in my past life. And that's something that I struggle with because I think that a lot of decisions I've made in the past since I've even lived here in Raleigh were based on trying to get that old life back mm. that I have no reason being in that old life. And that mm. old life of success and fast pace made me want to drink and that made me want to make stupid mm. decisions. So I found myself, you know, this past summer under a great deal of stress to 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 have something that now that I have it I know it's like not for me mm. um, it's sapping my creativity I mean there's although I think that it's great to create a legacy for your family uh, I know and there's nothing wrong with that it's not the career for me and mm. I do want to do something you know that is allows me to express my creativity but also to be of service to others and provide a service that I think that that people will appreciate and, mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm kind of um, but yet at the same time I'm like well maybe I should you know it's like this week I have 12 appointments and I'm like well you know if I'm successful at those appointments and I start making money you know because that's that's it I mean I'm, I'm just so I have to constantly remind myself that, you know, and there's other things too. And, and um, so there's just, just been a lot and I just allow myself to get overwhelmed and I, mm. I forget that I really need, need to lead with, with my purpose. And so, um, yeah, so it's, you know, just not not to sh overshare, but I I basically gave notice on my apartment here in Raleigh, so that's creating stress and financial issues and additional things that I don't really want to take in care of the next day. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's just creating a whirlwind of stuff in my brain. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, I it's just it's it's what needs to be done, and mm -hmm. it affects somebody else, and so having these difficult conversations. <laughs> is like yeah but I can't force myself to be happy mm. and so I'm like oh geez this insurance is going to be great you're going to make so much money and I realize that every every time like I, I love the company I'm with and I love the people but it's just not, I, I, I definitely get that it's not for me, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, happiness, if you're, if you're in a really a difficult, struggling situation, mm -hmm. happiness is a far grab. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a long reach. Oh, and I, I, get, <laughs> I get that I'm not, I don't ship rainbows every day. I totally get that life isn't utopia. Mm -hmm. um, and I get that you've got to go through the difficult stuff, but... The, the key would be is um, on a day-to-day -day basis, yeah. are you engaged with how you feel as mm -hmm. a, your primary meter? 
so that when you do something, you know, it feels good or bad beforehand. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then when you do it, you feel good or worse afterwards. Right. So that would, would determine if, if you're actually moving your life in the wrong direction or in the right direction. Right. And when you see it's going in the right direction, that will create a tiny bit of appreciation. Right. And with that little bit of appreciation with each area of your life, because you've got lots of areas, not just the, the finances area, but right. the nutrition and the exercise sure. and the, everything. And creating that little bit of appreciation in all these different areas, that is what sustain you and motivate you, inspire you to meditate, yeah. to do the practice. Because oh. cause I've, I've, I've done it before where I go without and I suffer. <laughs> Shit starts clogging up that toilet very, very quickly. <laughs> if you don't flush it every single day, <laughs> it's exactly like a toilet. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, these things, like, uh, like I, I'm sure that if you listed them off on a piece of paper, you like, you could say maybe that I got this problem, and this problem, and this problem, yeah. this problem, and this problem, but let's be real, yeah. right now, right. none of those things are influencing you right now, nobody's holding a, th a sword to your throat, <laughs> or threatening your life, or anything. you got, you got food, you got seltzer water, like, yeah. like, <laughs> Got a comfortable chair and good good company. Mm -hmm. You know, people that are compassionate and understanding and willing to, to listen to your problems and say everything's okay. I meditate twice a day, so so taking that time um, is not an issue, and I do recognize that every day I need to be. Um, grateful for what I have, you know, and I, I do get that. Um, I think what I do is I, I get more angry at myself when I understand that I push myself in directions I know I shouldn't mm -hmm. be going, and I'm like, why did I just spend all that time doing that? And I just literally have spent the last three months studying for insurance, thinking it's going to work, going through three companies, finally finding the fit. And still knowing that deep inside, even though it's a good company and great people and they're very supportive and they give you and you get the free leads, but it's still not generating that passion and that excitement. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh God, I just spent literally July, August, September, and October pursuing something that I know deep down inside isn't my dharma. Well, the, by the fact that you described it as passion and excitement, yeah. you're looking in the wrong direction. Exactly. Uh, because something that is like related to like the physical aspect of your person, your uh, of your of your purpose, mm -hmm. it's it's not um, it's not exciting. Right. It it almost seems insignificant, um, especially when it comes in these tiny little dosages. Mm -hmm. You know, it seems like just a curiosity, just an interest. Oh, I like this. Oh, this looks nice. Uh, this feels good like taking your interests like mm -hmm. this idea that you have for this bookstore and coffee shop and helping local artists yeah. and is like it's composed of other ideas of other type experiences that yeah. you've gathered throughout your life and in, until you gather enough of the other experiences that are meant to go into that yeah. that equation that's not going to happen yet so you're in route to gathering those experiences mm -hmm. but when you gather these experiences it's not exciting it's, it's not it's not something that gets you yeah. going like that. No, it's it's something that it feels a little uplifting. 
it, it feels it feels like hmm, that's a good idea. I like that idea. That's about as much as the excitement you got into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and if something gets you excited, mm-hmm. or you what you, what you will find if you meditate on this subject matter that mm-hmm. that what got you into this rut of like yeah. four months. What happened was that you were thinking about all the benefits of something. Yeah. That got you excited, and that propelled you into acting on that that direction. Right. But as you started acting on it more consistently, right. the excitement dwindled away, and what you were left with was the raw evidence that it wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't even enjoyable a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, this learning experience, you know, yeah. got a tough one. <laughs> but, yeah. But you know, that's you know, it, it comes with experience. You know, knowing what to do and not not to do. You know, it just comes with experience. But as you Say, for instance, if you were to, to know that excitement almost always leads in the wrong direction, positive excitement or negative excitement, both emotions lead that way. They lead towards more suffering. Because at the end of excitement is disappointment. You know, if, you, if you let yourself get up, you will surely put yourself down. You know, you, but if you stay even and you see things as they actually are, then you'll gradually move up and up and up, and you'll be on firm footing so mm-hmm. you won't fall back. You won't fall into some um, misperceptions, but knowing that excitement, anytime I, like for instance, I'll give you a good example. Meet a new girl. Oh man, so pretty. <laughs> she, and then I start thinking about her lifestyle and all this, you know, and get all excited about yeah. it. And then sooner or later, that excitement dwindles to the boringness of everyday life, and I find out she's not what I thought she was. Right. And disappointment's there. And then, then I have to battle with the opposite side of that, and that's the negative excitement. Oh man, you're horrible! You gotta get you away from me. Yeah. You have all the opposite values of me. Whereas, in she wasn't lying to me from the very beginning. You know, she said what she was. Or, yeah, yeah, but I had my own thinking get all wrapped up in that, and the emotions they distorted my perspective to where the evidence was there, but I only saw a little bit of it. Because I only saw a little bit of it, I assumed that that was all of the evidence. And based on that assumption of being all of the evidence, I took action. I said, hey, will you go out with me? And on and on and onward. You know, some people, they stay in that perspective and they end up marrying the person and they stay with the person for the rest of their life being miserable because their perspective is always like this. They, those are the type of people that never meditate. <laughs> Versus, you know, when, it's, when it's say meditation, there's all different ways of meditating. You know, if I got a hammer and I got a screwdriver, uh, a hammer is great for nails. Uh, a screwdriver is great for screws. Some meditations will work for some situations. Only one kind of meditation will work all the time for a specific situation. Uh, the primal meditation is designed, and I discovered it, to overcome suffering, to overcome these beliefs that get you in that rut. Because right. if you would have saw yourself a month ago, you would have been thankful, right? to be out of that rut. If you would have solved the situation as it is now, but a month ago, you would have saved yourself a month of putting all the energy and effort and stress and, and whatever in the wrong direction. You would have saved something. If you saw it a month before then, a month before, and if you would have saw it right when it was starting to happen, you're like, yeah. oh, nah, this is a shitty idea. I don't know what got into yeah. my head. <laughs> no, you're exactly right, because as I was back I would say mid-July when I was studying for the exam I was getting like my throat chakra would 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 like it wasn't anything like like I could 
you know, I when I I love going to school, but it wasn't like years ago when I would be in college and I would be studying history and I would get so excited and enjoy learning about the history of mm-hmm. our country or other countries or you know, actually politics gets me more excited than insurance because at least it changes. I mean, at least it's, you know, there's something new every, you know, I mean, I literally mean that. But it's not, like I said, you know, leaving a legacy for families has value, but, but to do it eight, ten hours a day and make a career of it, yeah, I knew that. End of July. I knew that when I was here in August. The mm-hmm. last time, mm-hmm. and I quit. And I quit that company that week, and then tried another company, and then tried this company. And but, but still, I realized, like deep in my heart, when I was on vacation, not last week, the week before, I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. I mean, it's just not anything that I would. And I was thinking to myself, when I, if when I moved back to New England, would I transfer that license to Massachusetts? Easily done, cheaply done. Am I excited about it? No. I've already got other stuff, to, you know, mm. in my brain going on that that I could do, you know, to earn money. So I'm like, that's and I do that to myself, and I recognize that's my personality. I push, I push, I push, I push. And then I realized, holy shit, a half a year's gone by. You know, it's not where I am. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another way to look at insurance is it's some people need the insurance because they're unwilling to do the hard stuff. Yeah. So they're going to fall on hard times and hard life experiences. Right. Well, well for the vast majority, it is an excuse, a crutch. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they what they really need is assurance and not insurance. Exactly. They need self responsibility to discern their own personal experiences. You know, if they solve their own problems, then problems won't be a problem for them, right. and they'll just progress and progress and progress, and eventually they'll have as much money as they need to do anything that they want to do. Exactly. But this whole insurance thing is really just a handicap, uh, mm-hmm. giving people a crutch, which isn't doesn't help the, anybody. Yeah. It just delays the person who is suffering or who who needs that uh, from dealing with the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. you know, like at some point, like if there wasn't insurance for people that were like extremely, extremely overweight and yeah. they could get surgery or something like that because they're about to die. Because if they didn't have that insurance, they might have to come to terms with they, they eat too much. strategy to make the most amount of money if you get mostly healthy people mm-hmm. they're less likely to call you and get calls back <laughs> yep. you can make a lot of money <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know again um, creating a sense of community um, 
to your point, you know, it's anything that I do, I do want to create a sense of community or help mm -hmm. people or create a, a, a peaceful place where people can come, read, browse, mm -hmm. um, have their coffee, have their tea. Um, that's, that's what I want to create is something where every, you know, because without knowing I'm not going to ship rainbows every mm -hmm. day, but still where every day I can walk into this place that I help to create and know and feel really good about it, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, maybe I, maybe somebody bought a book that they've been looking for, mm -hmm. you know, just found a little respite from their life to, mm -hmm. to come. And this comes a little bit from, too, from my drinking problem and having, mm -hmm you know having you know just get that warm bit grab that warm beverage sit down for a few minutes just chill relax you know it, it comes that piece of it comes from mm -hmm. that and the fact that i love to read and mm -hmm. when i've had difficult times sometimes all i need is a like a, a seat in a, in a good book and a warm little kitten on my lap and i'm happy as can be mm -hmm. so that's where i found peace in mm -hmm. the past in as far as like i've been to lots of different coffee shops um lots of them but uh there was one particular one that i really enjoy it was called a gathering place in arizona and you couldn't buy books there but um mm -hmm. you go in there and coffee everything was free okay um or you pay for the coffee it didn't really matter but you served it yourself yeah you know there's just so much a few people on on attendance but their primary thing was well, let's just talk to people Say, hey, how you doing? My name's da 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 What's going on with your life? Tell me about it. You know, giving other people an opportunity to share their stories is a yeah. great load off of them. Right. You know, that would really help them. And then, um, if, they have, if you have good coffee there, more reason for them to show up. <laughs> you got good books there, more reason for them to show up. Right. You know, um, I think that was a great idea. You know, yeah. Especially if you got art there on the walls, like, you're going to have all kinds of people coming there. But the thing is, is that you gotta overcome your own problems. Yeah. You got to. Oh yeah. You gotta get to that point where it's like, all right, if I have a problem yesterday, I don't have it tomorrow. You know, that kind of resolution to where, you know, that's why one of the reasons why I recommend the 45 minutes, because with a really emotional issue, it can take 45 minutes to yeah. find a solution to that. Mm -hmm. You know, but with stuff that you just do on an everyday basis, just a little tweak here, a little tweak there. I, I go through each and every single activity like, a, like important to me, like a routine, and I drill in the, the aspect that programs my behavior in the right direction. So I keep giving encouragement in a very specific way, that, which is basically if you imagine yourself going through the motions of doing something, um, seeing yourself in that environment and you see the opportunity and you feel yourself going through the motions, what will happen is you'll notice that when you go have to see the opportunity again, you'll naturally feel inclined to do it. You'll feel like doing the thing that you've imagined. Okay. And so if you do that with all the things that you want to do each day, what you will find is that you will start doing those things each and every single day. You won't be perfect every single day. You'll miss one of this, especially yeah. since you're juggling a lot of different things. But if you allow the feeling, how you feel, your being, to guide your meditative practice instead of thinking you know what you're doing you let it determine what happens and what happens next and you just go with your interest and you especially if you know something that you really like if you really like yoga you need to make sure that you go through that motion of 
putting the yoga mat down mm-hmm. on the ground. And then, then you just let everything else be open-ended and you just follow through with those motions. It's a similar pattern as like, if you really like you know, eating healthy, but then you got these cravings for cheese or something like that and you, and you, want, and you want to get rid of it, well, the, the opposite way of going about that is that you got the cheese over here and you got the healthy stuff over here, is that you see yourself in that moment where the cheese is there and then you, you kind of just ignore it for a moment just in your peripherals. You return to how you feel until you forget about it and then you mm-hmm. envision yourself doing the other thing. Mm-hmm. And what you will find is that when you see the cheese, it'll glide off your awareness <laughs> and you'll feel drawn to doing the thing that you had programmed. And that's how you can program your body and your habits and your routines each and every single day. And then with, with practice and persistence, eventually certain ones won't have you won't have an issue. They'll be self-sustaining. You won't have to give them that little bit of ingredient. And then the, the other portion of the meditation, say it only takes you 30 minutes instead of 45 minutes. Well, you spend the, the last uh, 15 minutes or so envisioning your dream. You know, did you get any new ideas recently that you want this shop to look different, be different, grow in some different way? Have you gathered anything? And then of, of the things that are in there, how do you feel about those things? You know, how, this, how would this benefit this place? Really reflecting yeah. on why each and every ingredient is there will help strengthen those ingredients and then you'll be attracted to another ingredient to go into that equation and it'll get more ripe and more ripe and more ripe and you'll start to see the opportunities. Because remember, uh, opportunities come to, to the person who's ready. You've got to be ready for yeah. those opportunities. And they might come as some subtle, easy, ordinary type experience, like getting your dreadlocks done. <laughs> it could be something very simple, but when you feel like there's some significance there, you'll invest in it a little bit more, and then the meditation will help you stay sharp on it. It will help you stay in check with yourself so that your mind doesn't get away with you. Because it's very easy. Your mind gets excited about something. The reason, you know, we all have different reasons why our mind gets excited, but pretty much, we boil it down to the foundation. Our mind, our ego, either thinks that it's going to support it because it's easy, or it thinks it's going to hurt it, so it avoids it because it's hard. Our ego avoids hard things because hard things take more energy. More energy requires more focus. More focus requires less ego. There's no voice in there when you're doing something really difficult, (laughs) and they don't like that. But the, but if you take you know get some nachos and sit down for some Netflix, you'll find that voice has all kinds of different opinions about everything you see on television. <laughs> and that's because it it likes those things. It, it encourages it. It encourages this false identity within us, instead of discouraging it or mm-hmm. giving us some space from that. And so with every single daily practice, you'll get more space and more space and more space. It's like there used to be a saying. Um, when I used to call myself by a nickname Dust, like uh, Dust, like Dust Till Dawn, mm-hmm. if you want to kill me, stab me with spoons. Dusk was my ego, what I named my ego back then. And my saying that I came up with, and I always liked it, is like, if you want to kill me, stab me with spoons. Kill me softly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't try to kill me with the knife, because you know, then I'm to freak out. Yeah. But no, you just, you just give me, give me a little more space, a little mm-hmm. more space, a little more space. And just as if we had a glass of water right here and it was filled with all kinds of shit and pollutants, if we just kept pouring more water in there, more space in that glass, it's going to push out everything. That's all you got to do. Just be more, be present more, and you'll find that problems, some problems, problems that you don't even know you have, 
you'll just bump into the solution and be like, wow, you know, like, this benefits me. You know, and, and then it instantly becomes an integral aspect of your life because you see the, the significance of it right there, plain as day. Nobody had to convince you, didn't have to read a book about it. You just see like, oh, this right here, I feel better after I did this this one time. And then you adapt it. You know, it could be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be reading a particular book, hearing a, a, of a particular idea in a book. It could be anything. But the more present you can be in those experiences just on a day-to-day -day basis, like all your problems, all your problems right now, they exist outside of now. <laughs> but not right now, you know, because you can deal with one thing at a time. One problem is easy, right? Mm -hmm. you know, but, if you, but if you trick yourself and believe that you have all these problems, then, then you feel overwhelmed because you have all these things to do. Yeah. But really, you don't have anything to do except right here, right now, in this moment, which you know, it, it can be difficult to embrace the moment because you might start getting anxious about, well, I'm not dealing with the problems that I got. <laughs> but that, that's where it comes in handy to, to meditate to, and also to, you know, an aspect of that meditation, that especially that first chunk of uh, primal perception, is surrendering. You know, when you get anxious, and, and, and that's your emotional guidance system saying, oh, wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens when you get excited, too, though. Wrong direction. So you just stop, surrender, wait for it to pass. Wait for it to go away. You know, it's even better if you engage with the flow of how you feel, feel that flowing feeling, let it do the work for you, then the emotion will dissipate. And you'll be amazed that you'll feel like doing something completely different than what you thought you were about to do. Yeah. You know, just because it's like, kind of think of like emotions like fuel. Mm -hmm. And if you have the wrong fuel, you're not going to get very far. Like uh, anger, anxiety, stress, excitement. Excitement will take you pretty far, but in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, it's a, that's a tricky one. Whereas in, if you have the right fuel, peace, joy, love, compassion, clarity, you have the right fuel, you'll move in the right direction, not relatively quickly, but steadily, firmly, confidently, with no backtrack, or minimal backtrack. Where like, oh, you mess up, you're right back here, right where you left off, you didn't lose anything. You know, you can't lose anything in reality. You, all you can do is, is you know, trip, trip on something that you overlook, and then if you look back and see what it is, you can step over it the next time it comes around. Anything else on your minds? Mm -hmm. In your minds? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I have a question. So, okay, let's, let's take this into like a practical application. If there's one thing that you can take away from this experience today and capitalize on it, like, hmm, something you happen, experience or words or whatever, that is like, all right, this is important. Like, I felt like this is true, or this is right, and that if I, if, you know, there might be a lot of things that touch you, but if there was just one little thing, what, what is that one little thing that you could really focus on that would improve your life if you took that one into consideration the most? Because what you focus on, you give the most attention, and then, you know, incubate your actions towards, that will create the most change in your life. Ideally, your weakest point, what you're the weakest at, will give you the greatest change if you adjust that perspective. That's the 
one thing. Yeah. You're gonna take away from it. You don't have to tell me, but you can if you want to. Well, I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, focusing on me, being better at being me, and really just focusing on that because I do always try and figure out how can I help somebody else. Mm-hmm. How can I help somebody else? What can I do? What can I do? What can I? Whereas now, yeah, I will either knock your teeth. <laughs> and I will smoke my jewel, and I will drink my Michelin and I'll do all of those things, yeah. you know, where I know the next day that I'm going to feel like crap, like that mm-hmm. little scratch in my throat, and it's really, really hard to quit nicotine. It's really, really hard to yeah. choose cucumber over a piece of cheese. <laughs> you know, yeah. all of those things. Like, I been so focused on I gotta make myself better. I have to heal myself. I got diagnosed with scoliosis and like got my cough for myself. I gotta like, start getting massages and start doing old people's yoga, gentle yoga. <laughs> been doing the meditating. I've been eating clean. I've been not drinking every night. I quit smoking, but I started the duel. So I'm like doing all of these things, but then it's like I'm not actually being present in any of them. I'm just like checking them off the list. Like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, supposed to do, supposed to do. And then the next thing, like, okay, I really got to focus. Really got to focus. So I started mm-hmm. this breathing class. And I was like, I hope that gets stronger. be able to breathe. It was just 7 o'clock on Tuesday. And I set my alarm for 5.30. Woke up at 5.30. Hit snooze. And then woke up at 7.10. Like, <laughs> I just sabotaged like that was such self-sabotage like what was I thinking I'm like okay I really need to be present and focus not have like okay if I can check all of these things off the yeah. list then I'll be a better person and I'll be able to help this person I need to just like really truly be present in the things that I'm doing, not think about, okay, check off the list, now the list. Like, really focus on them and really be in the moment with all of them. Well, it, you mentioned some things in there. They're, it's easy to be present during them if you were present before them. Mm-hmm. You know, so are you meditating? in the beginning of the day right you know before even if it is just that 15 minutes i don't mm-hmm. recommend it anymore mm-hmm. but <laughs> you know, you'll be present during it right but even still when you are present during it you'll be gaining more knowledge mm-hmm. and, of the experience provided that you're you know the opposite of presence is thinking mm-hmm. so if you're thinking too much thinking right. to yourself describing things thinking about other things you want to do during the day yeah i'm or, always thinking what's right. next yeah then I that's the opposite of presence exactly yeah, i'm not never, present not that i'm <laughs> never present i'm present right now but you know i do have to keep constantly yeah, don't think about you got all next. these concerns right yeah so if you made a list of all your concerns of mm-hmm. all your interests the things you want to do make an agreement with yourself all right I'm going to go down this list one by one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to forget all my concerns about all things. What's the most important thing? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the things that are going to change my life the most? Right. Uh, what's the things that are most relevant right now that have mm-hmm. to be done today? You know, right. Those things should come first. Mm-hmm. Then the things that are most important to you. Then the things that will give you the most long-term sustainable results. Mm-hmm. And you go through one at a time mm-hmm. in the meditation. 
Right. And, and first things first is that you know, the panel perception, where you equalize, become mm -hmm. neutral. Then the reflection, reflect on a circumstance, compare it to the panel perception for the circumstance, go back mm -hmm. and forth until that need is not there anymore. Right. Until that wanting is not there anymore. Until mm -hmm. that uh, angst or desire or the, all that urgency that you feel that mm -hmm. you should be having, when that's gone, mm -hmm. then you can actually do something about it. Right. Until that's gone, you're on autopilot and right. you're just doing what the thinking teaches us to do. Right. So yeah. you just swap those two experiences, mm -hmm. perception versus primal perception, back and forth. Change this one each time and keep this one the same. Mm -hmm. And then what's going to happen is the emotion is going to disappear. You're going to have the epiphany. Mm -hmm. If it's a really emotional thing, you're going to have a big epiphany. Right. If it's something that's very tiny, you'll have a tiny epiphany. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, most, most of the time. But you just compare back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, once you have that epiphany and you have that clarity, then you can actually say, all right, if this is what's really happening, what can I do differently? Right. Because like our mind would like us to think that this is so hard to quit smoking. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. It's, you know, it's hard to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But it's not as hard as you think it is. Right. There's plenty of people out there that in a single day they make a decision yep. and they quit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's the difference between that person who makes that instant decision and you? Right. Excuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not really de-emotionalizing those excuses. Right. Because an excuse has emotion, it propels itself and it wants to have more of itself, which mm -hmm. is more excuses, more right. reasons that can or can't do something. Mm -hmm. So if we take out the emotion, then it has no fuel and it's just static words. Right. And when you just look at static words, you're like, you can discern is this true mm -hmm. you know is this excuse actually viable right you know, or is it just an idea that has tricked me up to this point mm -hmm. once you remove that out of the equation the addiction the addiction's gone right. technically then it's just a matter of changing your programming of your body of what you feel like doing in the moment mm -hmm. and that could be just as simple as you know what's your trigger for the smoking the jewel Mm -hmm. if, you, if you pick up the, if you see the jewel and you want to smoke, or you get stressed and you want to smoke, then you then you know that the 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 jewel is serving a purpose. Mm -hmm. Remove the purpose, right. and you won't reach for the jewel. Right. Or if, if you're doing an anxious or angry or, or stressed out moments, deal with your shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In the meditation, mm -hmm. deal with those issues first before right. the jewel. Right. Because if you remove and fix all those issues, you won't have a reason to use the jewel. Right. The, yeah. Everything you do in your life is there for a reason, mm -hmm. for a purpose. May not be the one you like, may not right. be the reason that you're willing to accept, but it's there for a reason. Mm -hmm. If you remove the reason, then it has no use anymore. Right. You know, you're only you only keep things around that are useful, people mm -hmm. that are useful, things that are useful, mm -hmm. and the people that don't, they're depressed usually because right. they're hoarding a lot of, a lot of useless stuff, mm -hmm. and because they have a lot of useless baggage in their mind, and the external expression is a reflection of that. But the I've overcome all kinds of different addictions. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I smoked crack once. Mm -hmm. and didn't, I didn't get addicted. Right. One of the best highs I've ever had. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get addicted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was then addicted to the alcohol, and I, I smoked. Uh, I, 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 thought, I just gave it a try one time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, smoked up. I rolled my own cigarettes mm -hmm. each and every single day. And I, mm -hmm. and I, and I, I smoked them every single day. Um, and I was like, you know, one day I was like, yeah, yeah. 
I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. My teeth are starting to turn yellow. Right. I, I, I don't want that side effect. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. So I used, I used exactly what I described. Uh-huh. Uh, and I removed any kind of beliefs or excuses about the situation. Oh, well, I liked it. It, it is comforting. Right. You know, to have that drug in your system mm-hmm. to uh, spike some interest. It's comforting. It's a yeah. comforting type of experience. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have a lot of experiences where, you know, cigarettes or smoking is closely tied to community. Mm-hmm. You might not talk to anybody in the room, but you go out there and grab a cigarette with them. Yep. You're gonna have a whole conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's that comfort there. Mm-hmm. You know that it gives people opportunity to communicate with each other because they're doing something similar and they yeah. automatically feel a bond mm-hmm. in that sense. But you can have that bond without it. You can just yeah. stand there awkwardly for a moment and then eventually mm-hmm. start talking to somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the same thing that happens with the cigarettes. Yeah. Everybody has a cigarette in the hand. Mm-hmm. And so it's all, it's all about addressing. Discovering why you do the things you do, mm-hmm. especially if you do the things you do, and then these things are the consequence of the things you do. Mm-hmm. You don't worry about the addiction, or because that doesn't even exist. It's like right. ego is just an imaginary thing. Focus on understanding why you're doing the things, mm-hmm. and then fix those issues. Right. You know, if you're becoming stressed because your daughter ain't doing what you're saying, well, mm-hmm. stop becoming stressed because your daughter ain't doing what you're saying. She's 14. Right. It's bound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. If if you're stressed out or anything. You know, mm-hmm. If anything upsets you, figure out why that's upsetting you. Right. If if uh, if if you can shit on yourself, I mean, mm-hmm. talking about a little more expression. If you can shit on mm-hmm. yourself by accident, and I can shit on myself in it by accident, and you get upset and I don't get upset about mm-hmm. it, it's not the shit. Right. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's our ideas about the shit, mm-hmm. about shitting on ourselves, what right. we think or whatever that. Address that, and then mm-hmm. you can clean up the shit much more effectively and you know, avoid the situation of shitting on yourself mm-hmm. again in the future. Right, yeah, yeah. So stop shitting on yourself. <laughs> also, too, is like, um, just a correction of your wording. Um, um, not, don't focus on me more. Mm-hmm. Focus on being. Mm-hmm. Me is that idea with all the rules and the beliefs. Mm-hmm. It got you. Right. <laughs> it likes for you to think about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, to focus on me. Right. It wants yeah. you to do that because that energizes it. Right. That gives it more fuel and more ammunition to use to control your life and become what it thinks you should be versus who you truly feel you should be. Right. Or want to be. Mm-hmm. So be being. Mm-hmm. Being is, is being your personal. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 How about you? Was there anything that? Oh comes yeah, to mind? there's a couple of things. Um, first thing, you know, in, in creating this new vision for my purpose is, is ensuring that I'm always helping somebody, including myself, mm-hmm. and so that I can bring that joy forth to other people. And then, being comfortable. We talk about this sometimes. Um, being uncomfortable with being uncomfortable and, and working through those difficult things like to your point nobody it's the easy shit that gets us in trouble and causes that lifelong purgatory and mm-hmm. hell but it's working through the difficult stuff knowing how to do it and at the other end of that knowing that yeah okay i did go through that but it made me a better person so mm-hmm. now i get to share that with, with other people mm-hmm. yeah so because on to your point you know with the, the, the jewel and the smoking 
anything we do, you know, it's, it's about the ritual. It's as much about the drug and the chemical as it is the ritual. Mm -hmm. So like for me in deciding to remain sober, I had to come up with different rituals on Friday night, because mm -hmm. Friday night is my trigger. Mm -hmm. Saturday afternoon is my trigger. Um, so I had to come up with different rituals. Mm -hmm. Like on Friday night, I decided to go to an AA meeting. And what happened? I wound up meeting some really cool women and we had dinner after them. So by getting out of that comfort zone, and, and, and these rituals, it enriched me. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have to kind of try new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you realize yeah. that what isn't working isn't working anymore, you can do something different. And then, oh my God, you meet people that are like you and gone through the same stuff, and they look pretty normal. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a lot of stuff I've been able to do. You're good. You just want to make sure you got some out of this. Yeah. Um, any, any questions? Mm -hmm. No? Uh, okay. Well, um,. Uh, we can close with like a little meditation or mm. what do you want to do? So that will conclude this podcast. That was the, the most recent meetup at Realizes.org. So if you are local to Raleigh, North Carolina and you want to come meet me or talk about some of these issues that we talk about each month or each week feel free to check us out it's realizeus.org also too little little bit of a, a news for everybody is i officially have my life coaching platform up and running so if you would like to receive some one-on-one -on -one coaching from me so we can talk about things that are going on in your life and how to overcome those experiences and i can teach you my personal meditation practice Feel free to check that out too. It is theliberation.guru. That's a website, theliberation.guru. You can also, if you'd like to check out that, the first portion of the problem meditation for free and begin to experience some immediate inner peace, feel free to check out thepromptchoice.org. Much love. I'll see you later. <laughs>